0: these last two years we've seen the work landscape turn upside down thanks to the pandemic and currently with the rising inflation there's still a lot of uncertainty so how businesses operate during uncertain times determines revenue faster turnaround times and quality offerings let's not forget great work culture this, of course, points to a certain kind of leadership style. Today on Hyperwoman the podcast, we explore agile leadership as a concept with agile coach Isabel Gerhard. Today on Hyperwoman the podcast, we're talking agile leadership in a changing economy with Isabel Gerhard Vikalvi. So. Yeah, it's the first time we have someone French speaking on the podcast. I, I wore my red lipstick. I don't know if you noticed, and I hope I pronounce your name correctly. So, welcome, Isabel.
1: Thank you. So it's uh, Isabel Girardicelvi, but I know it's a bit difficult to pronounce <laughs> for a non-French speaker. Yeah, well, but interested. So
0: you're an agile leadership coach yeah. working for a Deco. Yeah. So tell me, how did you how did you land this role, and how did you end up and Agile leadership.
1: Yeah. Oh wow, that's a long story. I so I started with Adeco 12 years ago, and yes. I was working on websites. And one thing after another, I landed into IT departments. And it was on more functional roles. So I was working on products, trying to understand people's needs. So to tell the people what they would need to develop and these kind of things. And we were in an agile setup. I had never experimented that before. Yeah. So uh, I learned as I as I went so on the job, as we say, what is it to run an agile setup in an agile environment?
0: I mean, let's talk about the first time you heard the word agile. I mean, I only recently came across it, mm-hmm. even though I probably was familiar with what it involves, mm-hmm. but it, it it is a term in its own. And yeah. how did you, where did you first find the language agile leadership
1: with this experience so eight years ago when I joined this group it was a big project that we had to work on and they had decided that agility was the way to go so okay. to explain a little about agile it's a for me it's really a mindset now but when I started it was reapplying a framework yeah. so a way of working and in fact within agile you have different kind of frameworks that you can use. there is an overall mindset above the frameworks that you really need to embrace and this is how I came to this role that I have right now as an agile leader agile leadership coach is really to help people embrace this new mindset because the way we are working with agile is a new paradigm compared to what we used to see uh, in the organizations. The idea is really for me to put people first, not only the employees, but also the customers. And the customers right. are really at the center. Okay. So we move from KPIs, financial KPIs, to yes. really is my customer happy? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. What does my customer
0: want? So this works like in B2B environments as well, of course, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. And how do you how do you how do you test that? How do you measure that? That's interesting because this is where some kind of the change of mindset must must come, must arrive. We need to have access to these customers. And sometimes you have a lot of layers between your team who is developing the product and the customers. So Teams like Microsoft, Google, Amazon, they are already doing that. And you can see that, you know, they ask you to rate sometimes for a system. So if you are using Microsoft tools, for example, sometimes you have a little form to ask you if you are satisfied or not. And they can also um, go into statistics and analytics to see what is working, what is not working. And you can also technically isolate little features. So you release the feature to a little group of people, like a pilot group of people to see if it's working or not working. So this is a way to really interact with your customer. And then you can, of course, go directly to them and, and do some surveys and, and talk to them, really talk to them to understand. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's fascinating. But tell us, why do we need to reinvent leadership? So I say that we need to reinvent leadership because in an agile setup, what I was saying is that we really need this mindset to change. So it's yeah. not about control anymore, people. And we see that a lot there is with this great resignation after the pandemic, yes, we yes, see a yes. lot of people are leaving their company because they lack purpose, for example. Absolutely, and yeah. agile is about bringing purpose again. Yeah. So people at the center, we give them their purpose. And I think someone who is really great at at, at that is uh, Simon Sinek with uh, the start with why, you know, why are we here? And the why is related to the customers that we want to satisfy, of course. And it's also about putting people first. So the team as well, the agile team are autonomous and self-organized teams. So it's also about for the manager or the leader to be able to let go on control Ooh, mm, that must yeah. be that must be a challenge <laughs> that's a challenge
0: that's a challenge yeah and, and so is it yeah, like talk. are there any exercise are there any like trainings or how does it work
1: it, this is where coaching is here for yeah because it's a lot of recreating relationship with the leaders and yeah. talking to them and try to understand yeah. what they are going through with yeah. us. Not only on control, releasing control, but also creating what we call psychological safety. So psychological safety is creating a safe space, a very open-minded space, yes, non-judgmental space where people can <laughs> speak up without being afraid of being fired.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That is so interesting. I yeah. think a lot of companies could benefit from that. And, and I think why is it especially important for women in the workplace to have a space like this? So for
1: women, and I'm, I, I really like diverse environments and inclusion, it's a big topic for me. Yeah. Not just women, but anyone, any kind of culture, gender, age. It's yeah. very important because when you have a safe space, you can speak up and you can provide ideas. And this is really what we want with this new mindset is yeah. that people can solve new problems with what we call emergent ideas. So we need new ideas, basically. So if we don't let people speak up, we might miss a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I
0: mean, if everyone has the same opinion, you're Mm going to get the same
1: ideas and nothing changes. Exactly. Yeah. There's no disruption. Yeah, no disruption. And because of the control layer on top of it, people are afraid to say something that might hurt the leader and therefore their career. How do you? But we want to to change that, right? (laughs) Yeah. How
0: do you, as a coach, take someone with a very controlling leadership personality and move them to something that is more open and inclusive? How do you do that?
1: I think it comes with a lot of understanding. Yeah. So, really, I'm also trained as a coach to work on the mindset, the thoughts, and emotions. So, it's about asking all the open questions to make the people explain or find all their false beliefs about control and also working on let go uh, on letting go so understanding that we can't change people you can force them to do things but it you don't have as many ideas and as great ideas as if you really let, let them flourish and yes. nurture. Well, what are some of the traditional beliefs of
0: leadership that no longer work? I'm sorry, it sounds like I'm hinting at the royal monarchy. although. <laughs> 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 but yeah, what have you encountered like the actual practices or like the mindset that people believe that they think, oh, this is how it should be, but it's not like, not working anymore?
1: Yeah, well, everything around control, actually. Yeah. It's a lot about acknowledging that you don't need to control people to get to make them work. So it's, ab- it's about creating trust toward your teams as well. Yes. And and also let go on the how. So basically, as a leader, you are going to tell your team the why and the what, but you are going to let them handle the how. So it's about letting go about that. Oh, wow. And That's interesting. Are Yeah, I I think there are also other things that leadership needs to switch their mindset. It's on how we are measuring progress, how we are measuring the success of a project. Tell me more, tell me more. Yeah. So usually, and especially nice, it's we want the project to be on time, on budget, on schedule, of course. But the thing with this approach, the caveat with that is that you can't change. Yes. So if anything changes in your context, then you are That's stuck with your projects. And this is what Agile brings as well, is the, the, the ability to react in front of change. Yes. So if you go to your customers, you release a little chunk of work, yeah. and you see that this is not exactly what they wanted, then you have an opportunity to switch to something else, yes. to yes. adjust and to adapt to the demand and to the need. This is what agile brings in front of more traditional ways of working.
0: I find that, I mean, let's, let's look at the fact that there are talks that we're going to enter into a recession. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of companies, there might be this pressure to focus on the bottom line and And a lot of times, you know when when people are stressed or you're under pressure, mm. you can revert back to these ways of like, "Let's push people to work harder, let's push people to produce more." And it's not so much, yeah, it is more the outcome space versus the how. So yeah. how does agile leadership play a role in in this mm. kind of environment?
1: Well, first, acknowledge all the emotions. Because yes, indeed, this is a difficult time. There yeah. are a lot of pressure, so you also need to work on your all emotional state so that yeah. you can show up to your team. Of course, can you go back to the question? <laughs> because yes, I, I, just...
0: I am. I'm basically asking, how does agile leadership work in a time such as yeah. when there's a pending recession, and you know you're balancing two two goals here. Yeah. One mm-hmm. is productivity; the other yes. is create a, a good work culture.
1: Yeah. So in, indeed, it's very comfortable to go back to the old ways over yes. here. This is why it's also important, I believe, to have coaches to help you stay yeah. on track and still and be very motivated and yourself have a why, in fact, yes. know why you are doing this. But the thing is, if we have a recession and you don't focus on your customer's needs, mm mm-hmm and the customer satisfaction, these customers might go somewhere else. So there will be maybe a scarcity of customers. And if you don't work with them to understand exactly what they need, they might go away. Depends on your market, of course. But this is why I think it's even more important to switch now to agility and not just with the customers, but with your employees as well. Because the, the job market is very active right now yes. and we see people leaving companies mm-hmm. because of the lack of purpose, because of the of the working environment. So I think that there is we are at a, we, there, there is a change coming up for me in the world of work. We cannot yeah. continue to work as we did before. So we so definitely we need to move into something even if it's not agility, it's, mm-hmm. it must be something that is really much more towards people. Wow. Yeah. Your role at uh, Adego,
0: can you tell me more about what you do there and in context of the actual company itself? What does Adego do?
1: <laughs> so ADECO is specialized in human resources. Uh-huh. So we work with people. Ah. <laughs> uh, and we have three main brands. So basically one is in tem- specialized in temporary work. At Eco, we have one on uh, coaching, outsourced recruiting people like more experts, things like that. And we have one which is dedicated on smart industries, so like engineering and tech. So we cover all of the. My role in this, and I started in January, so it's very early in the process. Still, I am still building everything up for, for the group, is to, is to align everyone on the mindset. So it's really about changing the culture. How do we change the culture? What are the current behaviors? What are the target behaviors? What can we do very concretely to help people understand that there is something that must change and where they need to go? So really support the people internally to make this shift. And there is a lot of demand actually inside. But then we also need to convince leadership because it usually starts at the top. Convince leadership.
0: I like how you said that. Yeah. How do you do that? And the other thing is one part is convincing, but also how do you hold leadership accountable? That's a tough one, to
1: be honest.
0: Okay. But yeah, what are the challenges of transforming
1: leaders towards a more agile mindset? To make them buy in into this transformation. Yeah. So again, to convince them that there is a real benefit into transitioning to these ways of working, yeah. that of course, what they are in right now is comfortable. Yeah. But if they keep moving into this direction, they will lose more and more people and they might lose as well some market shares. So there is something that must happen there.
0: Yeah tell us about losing market shares and tell us about like you mentioned some stats earlier about companies doing better after adopting
1: yeah so um, there is a stats that says that the 60 60% of the companies who who adopt a agile approach experience a growth in profits and there are other statistics like this there are plenty on the internet that that shows that even on the success of the the projects, actually, this is something else. So agile projects, real agile projects are more likely to succeed in front of traditional ways of working and traditional projects. So there is really a way. And I think it's because um, agility enables people to quickly adjust and adapt so there is this inspection first you need to measure your customer satisfaction for example and if you if there is something that is different from what you assume and there is also a lot of things about just assuming things yeah I, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. what you deliver in the Absolutely, end yes and you see that there is a discrepancy between what what they really want you yeah, have yeah, a that's... chance using using agile to switch
0: yeah to, cost to correct something exactly you know, like in, in digital marketing, I think we call that social listening, where you're constantly listening to hear what the other person says, or to hear what, what your engagement or your feedback is. And I think it's so necessary as brands, big or small, to to
1: constantly be open to the feedback that you get in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's another that's another trait from for agile leaders yes. the feedbacks how to give feedbacks and also how to receive feedback and it's true for any agile practitioners actually so, so it comes with the safe space but there yeah. is also because you are open to a lot of ideas you need to yes. be open to receive feedback yes
0: I mean yeah. the thing is people leaders are people and people are not perfect yes exactly Mm. And in creating a safe space where there are multiple of diverse ideas and and views and ways of doing it, I would imagine that at some point it becomes
1: challenging. Yeah, it's it's about acknowledging we are human, as you said, I think. And that depending on the day, we might have pressure, we might not be up to speed to deal with creating the safe space yeah. for the team and i think agile leaders leaders also need to show up their vulnerability and they can tell their team i'm sorry but i can't right now i cannot hear your feedback and that that should be okay you and, on but something I'm going to yeah really really interesting
0: is like just apologizing to a team and say like i can't do that today yeah. And that as, as well is as like, for me, a sign of like a very new kind of leadership where mm-hmm. just admitting like, not, not even admitting a mistake, just admitting mm-hmm. just having a bad day. I think, I think another thing about like the traditional way of work is always showing up as if you are 100% mm-hmm.
1: in form.
0: Yeah,
1: which is not true.
0: Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I'm going back to people first. It's also acknowledging that we are humans and we are not 100% at our our top. We need, even during the course of a day, we have highs and downs. And I think smart leaders also know how to work with that with their own time. So like doing something very focused in the morning when they are at their high and maybe something else more operational if they do operational work or I don't know a meeting where they don't have to think a lot when they are a bit more done. Yeah, um,
0: that's
1: interesting. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's acknowledging that we are all humans ourselves as leaders and all people as well, and that sometimes, well, it's not the right time. Yeah, and
0: everyone. I think everyone has these different times of the day when they're most productive. Some people yeah. have productivity. That's,
1: that's part of the diversity. Typically, for me. I also include these kind of things. Yes. So tell me, tell me more about that. Well, so I think this reflection started because when I first started with agility, we were also working with India. I was in France and we also had people, all the people from Europe and people in the US. So we had three different time zones, at least when we were not working with Japanese people. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I started to think... Okay, so we work on different times of the, of the day, different time zones. So how are we going to communicate? Because agility also says we should be co-located, but well, that's another topic. So we just decided as teams that we were going to have common slots dedicated to communication. And this is where we would have the most important discussion during the day. Uh-huh. the ceremonies and the events. And then after that, it would be asynchronous communication if we are outside of someone's time zone. And yeah. I think for me, it's it can work the same for people who in the, in the same team have different ways to work. Some will be night owls, some will be early birds. Yes. How do you combine all, all of that? And I'm not even talking about time zone here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We define Just, as a team... Yeah. Yes. What will be the common slot for everyone, and everyone commits to that. So there is a team agreement there.
0: Wow. Okay, that's interesting. So yeah, what are some of the buzzwords associated with agile leadership? And I mean, can you explain that to us? Because for some of us who've never heard of
1: like things like Scrum, agile mm. leadership, yeah, what what are some of the buzzwords? Agile is a buzzword in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot of people say we need to, we want to be more agile, we want mm-hmm. to be better mm-hmm. agile in this sense, is being flexible. And of course, Agile agility is being flexible. That's what comes to my mind, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you want to bring change, actually. But this is why in my communications, I always use Agile with a capital A, Uh so that there is Agile and being Agile. Yes. So that's different. And then, yeah, Scrum is, it's not so much of a buzzword, it's more the name of one of the most used framework. Yeah. So it's a framework where you have dedicated teams working in iterations. Yes. So at the end of each iteration, you release a little piece of the product to your customers and then you get feedback. What are the other facets of agile leadership? Other facets? we've covered quite a lot actually already. (laughs) I think, yeah, this is a new kind of, of leadership for me, a way to reinvent it Uh, There is no one single recipe I think everyone should adapt to their own context, of course, but at least do their best to to move forward this type of leadership. And this is a, I don't really like it, but this is a leadership called servant leadership.
0: Oh and, wow, okay. Yeah,
1: I don't think the servant word really acknowledge all the work that is required from these leaders because not only they have to bring their team together, yeah. they have to pitch the why. Uh, yes. They have to take care of their own development, but they also have to take care about themselves. Yeah. Yep. So it's a lot of work to be an agile leader, basically. I've heard the word
0: servant leadership before. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like I really like it. And I, I think being someone who like, leads mm-hmm. through serving people yeah. mm-hmm. also sets that example of what yeah. it is to actually take care of your team. Exactly.
1: This is the the real meaning of servant leadership, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. But not in the
1: sense of you are going to be the slave of your team. This is why I don't like the word servant so much. But yes, really at the service of your team.
0: Yes. Okay, interesting. Can you give me examples, like typical everyday examples that you've worked with?
1: Typical examples. Hmm. Interesting. What can I bring? I don't know. I animate a lot of webinars, for example. And I started to do webinars on the agile practice themselves. But actually, I realized, and it was a of me. I realized that people were expecting more, more help and support on the concepts like creating a safe space, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or how to even how to best organize your meetings. Oh wow! Things very basic, very like practical that. stuff, right? Very practical stuff, and and there are plenty of courses out yeah, there. Yes. I think we all know how yes. to, to do in theory. Yes. But When it, it comes to put it practice, practice yeah, yeah, it's yeah. much more difficult.
0: Do yeah. you find that maybe, I mean, like, as you said, we, we all know, but we can't, we struggle to put it into practice. Is it because we're, A, waiting for someone else to tell us how to do it, or we just lack the confidence to do it ourselves?
1: Uh, there are two sides of things i think one yes sometimes we we will so if we are in a team maybe we are going to wait for our manager to tell us yeah, yeah. so that's another way to shift the mindset is to yes. tell the team that they are autonomous so Absolutely. it's also up to them to organize the meeting in yeah. a and role model all right is a good team meeting and the other side of it is that sometimes of course everyone else is doing The same. And when we say it's like an habit not to send an agenda ahead of time, for example. It's not a good habit, but it's it became an habit. So it's a lot of work to reconsider that for yourself and say, okay, I will take the time to really organize that in the right way. And it's so it's really about changing the mindset. Yes. And I think it's also communicating that because I
0: think a lot of people come into the workspace with Mm Maybe they have the. I mean, I definitely had the traditional mindset, and and now when you in spaces where it's agile, it's very refreshing. But you still operating in in this expectation that everything is traditional, but it's not. And I think it's really good to communicate like how you want leadership to be.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's also a kind of leadership, and also for the agile leadership coach is. Not only to coach the leaders, but also help them to coach their own team and sometimes yes. to coach the team as yes. well. And actually, currently, this is what I'm doing. I'm more I, coaching teams and their leaders as well yeah. all together so that everyone sees the benefit of moving into this new mindset. Yeah. And teams feel more empowered. Yeah. And because they see the leaders with them, they are much more likely to follow everything else. Wow. Yeah, makes sense. And well, we wish you all the success. Uh, And how can people reach out to you? If they have any questions. Well, I have my profile on LinkedIn that they can easily access. I can give you the link if you want. Uh, And I also have a website, so isabelgerard.com, where I have a it's a blog basically, and I also have a little toolbox that I'm going to implement and add new tools as I go. I started a few months ago. So more to come, I'm sure. (laughs) Great.
0: Thank you for chatting to us. A very interesting subject. Thank you for having me today.